themselves some children They all be running wild Driving you crazy Hello and welcome to yet another exciting episode of Because I Said So, the only podcast on the entire World Wide Web, where you will hear the truth about psychology and the mental health professions children, child-rearing families, etc., etc. I'm your host, John Rosemond. You can find out more about me and my family ministry and mission at parentguru.com or johnrosemond.com. I hope you uh, enjoy having joined us today. My wife and I spent a recent weekend, a Saturday and Sunday nights, in a hotel somewhere in America. When we arrived at the hotel on Saturday evening, I was told it was full of families with kids, but they were putting us in a room they guaranteed would be quiet, which it was. Thank you, Marriott. Willie and I settled into our room with our toy schnauzer, Hannah, who travels with us almost everywhere we go, and I retrieved dinner from a Thai restaurant down the street. We ate, caught up on the news, watched an episode of The Chosen, great series, and went to bed. The next morning, I went down to the lobby for coffee, and there were families everywhere. In the elevators, stuffed with families, the hallways crowded with families, breakfast area full of families in the lobby and so on and so forth. Most of the kids were girls ranging in age from around 5 to 15. Most of the parents were carrying garment bags or they were wheeling around rolling steamer trunks that had names like Diva Girl on them. Diva Girl. From that and comments I overheard, I figured out that the girls were in a dance competition. This was a Sunday morning, mind you. There were at least one, at least 100 families in this hotel. And I discovered that other nearby hotels were also full of families with daughters in the same dance competition. It got me to thinking... First, it didn't escape me that none of these families were going to church that morning. I'm sure some of those parents never go to church, but some is not all. Their girls were in a dance competition, dancing for trophies, trumps, church. Indeed, lots of parents have pointed out to me that their kids are not in certain activities because the activities in question are often held on Sundays. Sunday morning, specifically. Wow. That almost seems like some conspiracy. But full disclosure, I am inclined to conspiracy thinking. The problem, in my estimation, is that there are now so many children's activities that Sunday morning is virtually required. There's no other time to schedule them unless they aren't scheduled at all. And we mustn't have that new, new, new. Folks, if you've noticed, children's activities trump everything. 
They must go on. My second thought concerned the kids, the girls in this dance competition. They're idols, quite obviously. Their parents' lives revolve around their participation in dance competitions. These competitions consume quite a number of weekends through the year, I'm told. The girls who survive the local competitions go on to state competitions, and the ones who survive the state competitions go on to regional competitions, and the ones who survive the regional competitions go on to national and maybe even international dance competitions. The fact that a girl is in competitive dancing rules their family's lives. By the way, do any of you out there in listener land know of a person 30 years old or older whose life is dedicated to dancing? Probably some of you do know such a person. I don't. My point is there is a slim to none chance that these dance competitions will have any relevance to anything. 99% of these girls are doing when they're 30 years old. What, what, pray tell, is the point of this? This is not a normal childhood, was my third thought. Let's review. First, dancing for trophies is more important than honoring God. Second, the kids in question are all idols. At a very young age, they're being treated as if they're already celebrities. I mean, that's just weird. This dancing they're doing is not going to pertain to anything they're doing at age 30. Oh, uh, maybe one or two of them will be dancing in the Rockettes or on Broadway when they're 30. But there were, based on the information I was given, around 500 girls in this competition. One or two of them might become professional dancers or dance instructors. But the other 99% at age 30 will be married, working, trying to support their families, or mothers, or all three. And fourth, this is not a normal childhood. And a childhood that's not normal, a childhood which, during which you, the child, are an idol, is not going to serve you well when you become an adult. What a sad life. When life peaks, when you're 10 or 12, when it doesn't get any better, how sad. These parents, most of them are reasonably intelligent, I'm sure, which just goes to show that being intelligent and having common sense are sometimes, maybe even fairly often these days, mutually exclusive. These parents, no matter how intelligent they are, obviously have no common sense. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. I mean, this sort of stuff, whether it's kids' soccer, kids' football, kids' dance, kids' gymnastics, kids' this, kids' that, has distinct cult-like characteristics to it. All these parents get together and worship their children's achievements. Their kids are idols. Their kids' activities are idols. So it's safe to assume that none of them are ashamed of themselves. They're all as pleased and as proud as punch. They're all in the we're as pleased and as proud as punch of our dancing daughter's cult. 
or they're in the we're just as pleased and proud as punch of our soccer kids cult. Whatever. Who are the most important people in these families? Well, the kids are. That's who. Do these children ever applaud their parents? Do they ever go up to their parents and go, Mom, Dad, just thanks for loving me and taking good care of me? I really doubt it. The parents are applauding and screaming and hoo-hooing their kids. And folks, I had to tell you, because some of you out there listening are, you know, part of these cults, but that just ain't right. It just ain't right, as we say in the South. It's just plain wrong. And any parent who participates in these kiddie cults ought to be ashamed of themselves. But here's my offer. If you listen to this podcast and you realize that what you're doing just ain't right, that it's just plain wrong, and you take your kid out of the cult, not quilt, (laughs) cult in question today, then you don't have to be ashamed of yourself. You just made a mistake, that's all. You got swept up in something that fogged up the common sense part of your brain. And now that you realize your mistake, if you correct it today, not in a week or after the next cult meeting, if you correct it today, then you're fine. You have no reason to be ashamed. But if you listen to this program and you're in one of these cults and you don't stop now, then ashamed you ought to be. So Willie and I went to the church where I was speaking for three hours on Sunday afternoon. But before we left, I went to their website, you know, to get familiar with where we were going. And I clicked on what we believe, what we believe. That's the heading, what we believe. I clicked on what we believe, what the church believes. And I began scrolling through their foundational beliefs. And I eventually came to section 18, which is simply titled The Family. And I read the first two paragraphs of this section were about marriage. The word child or children was not mentioned. First two paragraphs spell out that marriage is a covenant commitment. They spell out the roles of husband and wife. You have to read down to the third paragraph before you see the word children. The third paragraph reads, And I'm reading directly from section 18. Children, from the moment of conception, are a blessing and heritage from the Lord. Well, that's spot on. Okay, listen up now. The website of the church in question says the quote, Parents are to demonstrate to their children God's pattern for marriage. Parents are to demonstrate to their children God's pattern for marriage, end quote. That, according to the church website, is the number one obligation of parents, to demonstrate to their children God's design for marriage. That means exactly what I've said on this podcast many times now, that being daddy and mommy is secondary to being husband and wife. 
A husband and a wife are to be married first. They're to be husband and wife first. They're to be parents second. Like part-time second. They're to be husband and wife 80% of the time at least. Then the church website says this. And again, I quote, Parents are to teach their children spiritual and moral values and lead them through consistent lifestyle example and loving discipline to make choices based on biblical truth. Well, that just couldn't have gotten more spot on. Because that's precisely what God says parents are supposed to do. You can read it for yourself in Deuteronomy 6, verses 6 and 7. Parents are to teach their children spiritual and moral values. This is not what it says. It's not word for word. I'm paraphrasing. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 6 and 7, God's first direct instruction to parents, you are to lead your children in spirit. You are to teach your children spiritual and moral values and lead them through consistent lifestyle example and loving discipline to make choices based on biblical truth. Pay attention, please. Your job is not to make sure your kids make straight A's. It's not to see to it that they are dancing idols or beauty princesses or soccer stars at age five. It's not to race them around to after-school activities. It is not to sacrifice your family's health and your child's spiritual health on the altar of some kiddie cult. It is to teach your children spiritual values so that they can make proper decisions based on biblical truth. And these kiddie cults, folks, everything is turned upside down. The children are on pedestals. The parents are the audience. The kids are idols. The parents' lives revolve around their children instead of the children revolving around their parents, learning to respect them and respect other adults in general. This just ain't right. As we say in Eastern North Carolina, I guarantee you folks, God is not smiling down on these cults. I absolutely know that. God is not smiling on these cults. They are a corruption. God is smiling on families that spend their Sunday mornings in church, giving worship to him. Okay, and that's a wrap. You've been listening to Because I Said So, once again, the only podcast on the entire universe wide web where you will hear the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth about the mental health professions, children, child rearing, and the American family and the quicksand that is quickly sucking it under. 
I'm John Roseman, your host, johnroseman.com, parentguru.com. And in addition to this podcast, I've got a Substack. You can find it on substack.com. You ought to read it. It's every bit as provocative. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you join us next time. In the meantime, keep on rocking in the free world, because if we don't rock it, we may lose it. 